Greetings, wonderful being of love and light. Today I want to discuss a complicated topic, uh, but it is important to understand it. What are dimensions and densities, and is there a difference between the two? Firstly, dimensions are different from densities. They are terms used to describe different things. A dimension is a way of perceiving the universe. The higher the dimension, the more aspects, characteristics and parameters of the universe you are able to perceive, and the more you understand about reality. In contrast, density is the plane you exist in. It defines the type of body you inhabit, the environment you live in, the type of spiritual lessons you are trying to learn, and the energies you are exposed to during a particular incarnation. <clears throat> Let us tackle densities first. In the Law of One, Ra talks a lot about the different densities, so most of the information on densities in this topic is based on their information. Beings progress from first density upwards. <clears throat> the work done in each density is all about refining the lessons of that density and starting to learn the lessons of the next density. A being progresses to the next density once they have learned a sufficient amount of the lessons required for the next density. The more spiritual lessons learned, the more the being knows about itself, and the more light is directed upwards through the chakras within a being. The whole spiritual journey is a journey of self-discovery, so the more you know about yourself, the more you progress in the game. The densities correspond with chakras, so first density beings have their root chakra activated and are being encouraged to activate their sacral chakra. Second density beings have their first two chakras activated and they are being encouraged to activate their solar plexus chakra, and so on. To learn more about the chakras, please visit my previous topic called What the Hell are Chakras? So, first density. As a planet is being formed, energy is very chaotic, undirected and random. Slowly, a focus of self-awareness arises within the planet, and the planet starts creating a certain type of experience, which is when first density begins. It is known as the density of consciousness or awareness, as it is the first type of incarnation for our consciousness. First density beings are the elementals of a planet, so that is rock, air, water and fire. Yes, that's right, the elementals are all conscious beings. The elementals change and move quite randomly. <clears throat> first density beings are aiming to learn lessons of a more advanced type of awareness, which includes growth rather than dissolution or random change. Second density is the density of growth. There is movement within second density beings, as in the cell processes within the being, and the being strives towards light and growth. As an example, plants strive towards the sun's light, and animals strive for food to grow. Second density is where sexual reproduction occurs for the purposes of growth. Second density beings are planet, uh, plants, animals, and single-celled organisms, like viruses and bacteria. Second density beings operate largely upon intuition, which is based on much experience over many years and incarnations. Second density beings are referred to as mind-body complexes, as they have not yet integrated spirit into their beingness. Second density beings seek to learn the laws of self-awareness. This is where they can start to identify themselves in relation to things and beings outside of them. Ra explains how pets are the most common second density beings who learn self-awareness because they create an identity for themselves due to the love from and relationship with their owners. 
Ra also explains how religious practices that personify and send love to certain animals or plants also help these beings become self-aware. Trees are very advanced second density beings and they are always sending and receiving love with other beings, which allow it to become individualized. Interestingly, second density beings only can only really think about serving themselves, but this is not selfishness as this is not a conscious decision. They are not afforded the ability to choose between service to self and service to others. This is because they view their tribe, pack or families as their self. They do not perceive them as other selves. So when animals and plants help protect or feed their tribes or families, this is not seen by them as service to others, but is seen as benefiting them. For example, a tribe of animals protect each other because they don't want their pack weakened, as that would mean less assurance of their own safety. Third density is the density of self-consciousness or self-awareness. Third density beings are able to look internally and they develop an identity in relation to others, which we call the ego. They can have thoughts that begin with, I think, or I feel, or I am. They perceive the other selves as different from themselves, and so they have the choice to be of service to self or service to others. This is the density where the spirit is integrated into the being, and the being becomes a mind-body-spirit complex. The bodies of third density beings are weaker than second density beings, but their minds are more developed, and the physical dexterity of their hands are increased. This forces them to use a combination of rational and intuitive thinking in order to survive, and it forces them to deal with each other. For instance, a tree is self-sufficient on its own, but a third density being is only self-sufficient through a lot of difficulty and deprivation. Think about how you would be able to eat, create shelter and protect yourself from dangers if you receive no help from others. A veil of forgetfulness is put on third density beings on this planet, which disallows us to remember our past lives and many aspects of who we are. Ra believed that the opposable thumb was looked upon as a great way to intensify the veiling process so that, rather than rediscovering the powers of the mind, such as psychokinesis, we would be drawn to the making, holding and using of physical tools. <clears throat> and the veiling process also encourages us to use speech to communicate with each other, rather than using our innate ability of telepathy. In third density, food and drink not only fuels the body, but gives us opportunities to learn service to others through the preparation of meals. Third density is the quickest density, as this is where when you learn the most. It is described as a blink of an eye compared to the other densities. Third density may only take a few thousand of years, while other densities take millions of years. Life in third density is also relatively very short as we need time to review, learn and heal from each intense incarnation. If we live much longer, the intensity would wear us out and we may not be able to heal easily from the life's experiences. Sex in third density can be used for more than just for growth. It has a spiritual complex where you can use it to please others or you can use it to manipulate others for your own gain. In terms of third density beings, we are the only third density beings of Earth. Third density beings mainly seek to learn the understandings of love. The weaker physical vehicle, compared to second density beings, is designed to distort entities towards a predisposition to deal with each other. Thus, the lessons which approach a knowing of love can begin. However, a third density being is the first being that has the potential for the minimal activation of all chakras and so can learn more advanced spiritual lessons as well. 
As a result of this, third density is where the most enriching experiences are, and where the soul learns the most. We think many planets have no life on them, but this is because we can't actually see higher density beings in the higher dimensions of the universe. We would be able to see beings of higher density, but they choose not to be visible to us. This is mainly because the disharmony and complex vibrations on this planet do not make it beneficial for them to reveal themselves. So if we want to see aliens and higher dimensional beings, we need to develop spiritually first. Fourth density is the density of love and compassion. The impulse to protect the loved other self is typical of the compassion of fourth density beings. For example, Jesus was a fourth density being. He was defended by his disciples, but Jesus reminded them to put their swords away. As a result, Jesus delivered himself for crucifixion. Fourth density is a very harmonious density, where beings do not have conflicts within themselves or with others in their group. It is a plane where, although individual differences are recognised, they are all automatically harmonised by group consensus. It's also a plane of compassion and understanding of the sorrows of third density. <clears throat> One is aware of the vibrations of other selves, which encourages fourth density beings to form a social memory complex. The spiritual work in fourth density starts by slowly and harmoniously integrating together as a social memory complex, which results from the understanding that the self and other self are part of the creator. The social memory complex then aids those of a less positive orientation that ask for help. Through this aid, greater intensities of understanding and compassion is attained by the social memory complex. Fourth density beings experience very minimal disease or physical pain, but instead may experience mental or spiritual pain, such as weariness. The typical lifespan is around 90,000 of our Earth years, and the cycle of experience is roughly 30 million Earth years. Food is easily prepared in fourth density, as beings are able to connect with living foodstuffs, such as plants, and can prepare the food by communicating to it. While food in third density is used as a social catalyst for those preparing the food to be of service to others, in fourth density, eating and preparing food is not considered very important, but still necessary. So preparing and eating food is a way to teach patience to fourth density beings, as they have to make time to eat. Nothing is seen in physical terms in fourth density. No physical tools are used and no physical activities are done. Everything is done through thought and energy. The body of a fourth density being is much denser and more full of life compared to ours. It's not made of the same chemical elements as a third density body, but it appears similar. In fourth density, beings seek to learn the lessons of wisdom. Fourth density's compassion, although the salvation of third density, is folly when seen through the eyes of wisdom, as it creates a mismatch in the ultimate balance of the entity. For instance, Ross states that martyrdom, although an expression of pure love, is not seen as a wise decision. To graduate, the social memory complex as a whole must be ready. While an entity has the potential for slight activation of all energy centers, the fourth density and above are all about refining and balancing the higher chakras. All the densities above third do not use words to communicate unless they choose to communicate to third density beings. Instead, they communicate through telepathy and sending energy. Any battles or wars in fourth density are not with others in the social memory complex, but against negative beings trying to harm beings of a lower density, 
and the fighting occurs through thought rather than through the use of weapons. Love uses light and has the power to direct light in its distortions. As a result, fourth density beings are able to manipulate light through thought and so can do uh, miraculous things such as bend metal, move rock, start fires just from thought and instantly grow plants. They can also offer love and healing energy to second and third, third density beings in more established ways. The fifth density is the density of wisdom. The work is all about balancing the understandings of the love achieved in fourth density with wisdom. For example, Ra explained that in fourth density, they often aided other selves to the point of martyrdom, but this is seen as a vibratory flaw in fifth density. This is because dying for someone usually isn't the best way to help them spiritually. Instead, teaching them about who they truly are and teaching them exercise to help them keep their vibration high no matter what, no matter what happens around them, would be more beneficial. What's more, if you become a martyr for someone, it then becomes more difficult to help them in a substantial way in the future compared to if you were still alive with them. Staying alive allows you to help them and many others for the rest of your life. Fifth density beings make wiser decisions that are for the highest outcome for all. In fifth density, entities may choose to learn as a social memory complex or as mind-body-spirit complexes and may graduate to sixth density under these conditions. For the wisdom density is an extremely free density, whereas the lessons of compassion leading to wisdom in fourth density necessarily have to do with other selves. Food can be prepared by thought in fifth density and is used for comfort and solace where those of like mind can gather together to share in the food rather than as a catalyst for learning. Fifth density positive social memory complexes often will choose to divide their service to others in two ways. First, the beaming of light to creation, and second, the sending of groups to be of aid as instruments of light, such as those who send messages to us here on earth through channelings. They seek to understand the law of one or unity. Fifth density is the first density where entities must learn to consciously accept the oneness of the universe. Here is another very simple example of how the wisdom of fifth density and the love from fourth density can lead to different actions. If you are driving at a high speed on the road and there are no cars behind you and you see someone is waiting to turn into the road in the same direction as you, what do you do? The most loving action initially seems to be to slow down and let the other driver turn in front of you, right? But is that the wisest decision that is most beneficial to all parties? It takes a relatively longer time to slow down uh, for the, and for the other driver to realize that you are letting them through. It would take a shorter amount of time to continue your high speed and for the driver to turn in after you. Both parties would get to their destination slightly quicker in this instance. Therefore, the wisest and the most loving action for both of you is actually to continue your speed and not let the other driver turn in front of you. This is an extremely simple example, but this can be applied to many instances. It's all about recognizing that the wisest action is actually the most loving action. <clears throat> Sixth density. Why you can be a, uh, of a positive or negative polarity in third, fourth and fifth densities. Both paths unify in sixth density, for all must now be seen as love light. There is no polarity in sixth density. This is why sixth density is known as the density of unity. All time is seen as one present moment. 
Ra explained that they see all of us here on earth as one being, and if they help just one being with their work, they have helped all. Six density entities actually become light, and they understand that all is made from light, and that there are no other materials. They seek to unify compassion and wisdom, which allows an understanding of experience to be informed that they may come closer to the unity with the one creator. They understand that wisdom and love light are two sides of the same coin, and are one in truth. Food is described as light, but cannot be described any further in any way that we, would, we could understand. Sixth density is one where only social memory complexes exist. Sixth density beings can visit and inhabit a star, and may even create stars as a result of their means of reproduction. So we can think of our sun's light as the offspring of sixth density entities. This allows them to become more closely aligned with the one infinite creator. As a being approaches seventh density, they become their higher self. We will talk in greater detail about the higher self in a later topic. Sixth density beings seek to understand the law of foreverness. The seventh density is known as the gateway density, where the social memory complex becomes one with all, thus having no memory, no identity, no past or future, but existing in the all. The seventh density is a density of completion and the turning towards timelessness or foreverness. We don't know mu too much more about this density as Ra have not achieved it yet, nor is it important in our current stage of spiritual evolution. What's important to know is that we all exist in all densities at the same time. This is because all time is one. You can think of each density as concentric circles within each other, like this picture. The picture represents the present moment. All the circles are happening right now at the same time. However, a soul chooses to focus its awareness on a particular section of a particular density at any one time. The circle is the best analogy to use, as it has no beginning or ending. We experience a separation of past, present and future here in third density, where we see fourth density and above as our future, but this understanding of time is incorrect. There is only one time, the now. Everything that has happened, is happening and will happen on our spiritual journey is all happening now. The spiritual adept can shift their awareness to other parts of the diagram and so can see their past lives and what we call our future. But remember, past and future are simply alternate, alternative realities of the present moment. Ra often talk about wanderers who are advanced souls from the 4th, 5th and 6th densities that are voluntarily chosen to incarnate on Earth at this time to help raise the consciousness of the planet and help as many people as possible ascend to 4th density. If you are watching this, then you are likely to be a wanderer, as your consciousness is, all, is able to relatively easily understand the majority of the information discussed so far in the course, and accept it as your truth. Fifth density wanderers are extremely wise and use their time on earth to share their wisdom, while fourth and sixth density wanderers use their time on earth to be broadcasters or beacons of love light. An important thing to note is that planets, stars and galaxies are living beings as well, but they have different experiences and learn different things to us. Galaxies create stars, stars create planets and planets create the energies and environments needed for mind-body-spirit complexes like ourselves to experience and learn spiritual lessons. Okay, so that was di uh, densities. Let's move on to dimensions. Dimensions are the lens through which a being perceives reality. 
A higher dimension is an added element or characteristic you use to describe or define reality. The higher the dimension, the more aspects you perceive about reality and, ultimately, the more you know about yourself. A particular density being will primarily receive reality through the dimension of the same number as their, as their density. For instance, as third density beings, our body senses only allow us to see in three dimensions. This is because each dimension is appropriate for the spiritual work that is to be done in the corresponding density. However, as we spiritually progress, we unlock the ability to perceive through the lens of higher dimensions. The first dimension is seeing one aspect of reality, such as length. This can be categorized as seeing only a straight horizontal line. The second dimension is adding another aspect to your perception, for instance height. So in this dimension you begin to see shapes, such as a square. When we watch TV we watch it in 2D, as we can only see shapes on a thin screen. In the third dimension you begin to add depth, which gives all objects a sense of area or space that they occupy. Continuing our example, instead of a square, you might see a cube. We all know how a 3D film adds to the experience by making it match the perception we view reality. The third dimensional perception of separation of matter supports self-awareness and the development of individual identities, which is the ego, as our mind substantially distinguishes between different beings and objects. We have talked in previous topics about how the third dimensional perception of the world is an illusion. This is not to say that the world we perceive isn't real, but when we believe that there is nothing outside of what we perceive, this is an illusory perception. Once you accept that there are higher dimensions of reality that our body's senses cannot perceive, the world is no longer an illusion. From there, you can then look to tap into the higher dimensional view of perceiving the world. But you must first accept that you don't, don't really know much about reality, something that the ego hates to do. Einstein theorized that the fourth dimension was time, but having studied the law of one and what it says about fourth density, I disagree. Time and space are ultimately related. It takes time to move from one space or point in the universe to another. Without space, there is no time, and vice versa. So time is actually a part of the third dimension, and we live in a space-time continuum. When we are defining something by space, we are inadvertently defining it in terms of time as well. Instead, I believe the fourth dimension is the dimension of energy and vibration. Through this lens of reality, when you look at something or someone, you will be able to see their energy and the frequency of that energy. You will also be able to see how your actions affect other beings' vibrations. You would also be able to physically see how interrelated and connected the universe is, because you would be able to perceive how everything affects everything else in the universe through energy. This is appropriate for fourth density work, as it would give us the tools to serve with love and compassion. When you see a being whose vibration is low, you want to send love or do anything you can so that you can see the vibration of that being increase. Through experience, you can then discover the best ways to raise someone's vibration and send love. In, in, in the fourth dimension, you'd be able to see that everything is based on love energy, and so you'd see through the eyes of love. This encourages communication through thought and sending love energy, rather than through words. At the fifth and sixth dimensions, other aspects of reality are discovered. We begin to fully understand the oneness of the universe, realizing that all space and time are one. We'd be able to perceive alternate realities, and we'd be able to calculate the probabilities of particular outcomes occurring. 
As Ross says, from the sixth dimension, we are capable of manipulating by thought the intelligent infinity present in each particle of light or distorted light. So we'd be able to become seriously effective co-creators. Here on Earth, we tap into the fifth and sixth dimensions when we perceive oneness and when we consciously choose what reality we want to experience. However, we can only currently see through the eyes of the third dimension, so we are unable to actually see these higher dimensions through our body's senses. It is only through things like meditation, intuition, dreams, and psychedelic drugs that we can actually temporarily perceive these higher dimensions while in a third density body. All the dimensions of the universe exist at the same time, based on what we define as time here in this world. Reality is reality. Perceiving added dimensions does not change reality, but it changes how you perceive reality, particularly in terms of how things in the universe are related to each other. The higher the dimensions, the more interrelated and connected you find out things are. Our brains act as filters of reality. It filters out the higher dimensions. But as we spiritually progress and raise our state of consciousness, we slowly start to unfilter reality. So our perception of reality is an indicator of our state of consciousness. Our bodies and environment are currently, at this time, ascending to fourth density. But we, the awakened collective, already understand the fourth dimensional aspects of reality and are searching for higher dimensional understandings of the universe, specifically the fifth and sixth dimensions. We will talk more about Earth's and humanity's ascension in more detail at a later topic. So, thank you for watching. I hope this topic has cleared up a few things for you rather than confuse you even more. But if you have any questions about this or any other topic, then please message me through my website, www.highvibeliving.co.uk. Through this website, you can also book a free healing or spiritual support session with me. And if you are feeling generous, you can also donate love or money to my channel. Peace, love and joy to you all.